Welcome to the Voices of Freedom podcast by Freedom a la Carte. We're your co-hosts, Devin and Mandy. Each week, you'll hear mind-blowing interviews from survivors and professionals, as well as actionable tips that you can implement in your life to become a better advocate for human trafficking survivors. Thanks for spending time with us today. Now let's jump into the next episode of Voices of Freedom. Today's guest is Kelly. Kelly joins us from her song, which is a ministry of the Tim Tebow Foundation, and she's the community engagement coordinator there. Kelly graduated with a bachelor's degree of human development and family studies from Bowling Green State University. She spent 13 years in different roles in sales and commercial real estate industry. During her tenure in the corporate world, much of her time was spent volunteering at her church, Rock City, through global mission trips, local outreach, and prison ministry. Three years ago, she followed her call into full-time ministry. Her passions and experiences aligned when she accepted a full-time role as local outreach and prison director at Rock City Church. There is no doubt these experiences led her straight into the role that she is in today at Her Song. She is committed and passionate about her mission at Her Song, specifically assisting the long-term residential care of survivors of human trafficking. She believes and stands expectant to live in a world where every woman will be set free. So jumping in, Kelly, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself personally, like maybe some hobbies or fun things you do outside of all of the mission work you do? Yeah. Um, oh, geez. Well, I love anything outdoors. So a lot of times, like, I just love to get out in nature. So anything hiking and I own two kayaks. So I used to only own one kayak, but then I was like, well, this is kind of sad to just go out by yourself kayaking. (laughs) (laughs) So then I got a second kayak to take people out with me. So that's like something I really like to do just for time away to just be in nature, just kind of Mm -hmm. just to relax. Um, So I love to do that. Um, I love to just spend time in yoga, just in meditation and peace and um and I mean, I really do. My heart is truly serving. Um, so I know they say you're supposed to, and true self care is like to separate yourself from your work, right. but serving really is a big part of like what I like to do mm-hmm. is in self care too. But I know that's probably not what you're supposed to do. <laughs> well, I get that. I was, I was talking to a friend at dinner last night, and I'm like, <clears throat> she's like, you have to learn um, what you're saying yes to because you truly want to say yes, or are you saying yes to please the pers- person or people you're saying yes to? And I had to think, and I'm like, well, I actually like, love this volunteer thing I do, and I love this thing I do. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> so I, like I was really questioning that. Yeah, I think I think it's like if it's it's really like filling you and not draining you, I think that's when it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know? And and when you can really d- see the boundary in it. Yeah. So that's where I've been able to to d- divide the line, I guess. Yeah. So do you have a fun fact about yourself? A fun fact. Um, I have my green belt in karate. That <laughs> is a fun fact. <laughs> That is a random fun fact. I mean, okay, but it is from, like, years ago, to be fair. So it's not like it's an active thing, mm-hmm. but I do have my green belt in karate. So it's pretty cool. Green is where at. I know there's, like, a few colors, and white's the beginning. Yeah, white's and the, the beginning. And belt is obviously the top. I mean, it's, like, not super high. It's, like, if, like in the – I was doing Shotokan karate. That was like the le- like the type of karate I was doing. Okay. Um, so it was like white, yellow, and then there's like a couple like levels in there, and then 
yellow, orange, green. So it's not that high. You but I was, high. I was still like proud of myself. Yeah. Like it was still like an achievable moment, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> you didn't quit on like the first no. time. No, so. no, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So it's a thing. It's a moment. It's a moment. So you were saying how serving is where your heart's uh, really at. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you got involved in serving the anti-human trafficking movement? Yeah, absolutely. So actually, it was like 2016. um, I started serving. um, Well, actually, I was invited by my cousin and my friend and I did soap through the Teresa Flores. Oh, yeah. She was on our podcast. Was she? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Actually, I heard her. Yeah, I heard her on here and I heard everything she had she had done, obviously, and I had Mm -hmm. been through her. just had heard everything she has done. I had I was invited to go and um, deliver soap through Columbus when the Arnold had come in 2016, and I had never done that before. And that was honestly probably my first introduction to truly what human trafficking was, um, what was happening around the Arnold event, and so on and so forth. And I would say at that time, um, my heart really broke for just this population of people that were in um, human trafficking, what was happening. And my eyes were just really opened for the first Mm -hmm. time. Shortly after that, I started really getting involved volunteering in prisons and through prison ministry. um, And that was through like at Rock City Church. That's where I really started getting involved. And um, I started having just a lot of conversations um, with women in the prison system who were sharing their stories with me. And story after story just felt so familiar. Um, Mm -hmm. Each story um, was so similar in um, that they, you know, these women had been trafficked and it might have been familial, it might have been through different circumstances. And each time um, I just felt more and more called to do something. I just couldn't just hear about it anymore. I'm like, how do we do more? Where are the gaps? What's not being done? Um, and so I, I didn't take like an active movement. I just, at the time, I just was still serving in the prisons. And then I re- I got introduced at that time um, through serving in prison ministry to Christina Conrad. Okay, yes. I love her. Which you all know Christina Conrad. <laughs> She's also been on the podcast. <laughs> She's been around a while. Um, and she really, you know, her heart just bleeds for this population. Um, and... <clears throat> and she's just such an abolitionist. And I just, um, she just really opened my eyes and helped me learn a lot. And I just remember um, we, there was a one particular woman who she had known for years and years and years um, and had just really poured into. And we had come in contact with her. And she had recently gotten out of um, the particular prison we were working in. And I remember <laughs> we, we were really worried about her. And so we spent hours one night looking for her um, in the bottoms and it was like till like 3 a.m. And we ended up finding out through just different people that were on the street that night that she was okay. And it was like that night, like that I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be. Like, I was like, if I could spend every night till 3 a.m. just looking for that one person to make sure they're going to be okay, like that's what I want to do. Um, And then it was then she shared with me about Sanctuary Night, and she shared with me about all the different organizations that were already doing such amazing work um, in in the city. Um, And so, and basically at that time, I was working at Rock City Church, and um, Rock City kind of really helped bring her song to Columbus in a way. Her song had approached Rock City, and 
um, helped partner with them to bring them here and in a way. And through that, um, fast forward a year, I'm now on staff at Her Song and our goal really is to open long-term housing here in, in Columbus and really fill the gap there and just really be a part of the fight for that one person. And it's just really just be a, it's just an honor to really be alongside just this community mm-hmm. of, of people that are doing such great work. So. Can you give us an in-depth description of her song? Yeah, absolutely. So her song was started very organically, honestly, um, in Jacksonville, Florida, about 10 years ago. It was started um, by a couple women, um, Rachel White and Kelly Posey, who they really just um, they started to see this need um, through a couple different things that had happened in Jacksonville, Florida. And um, there was nothing that really existed in in their particular area of the country for survivors of trafficking. And so they were, it was kind of like see a need and meet the need. And right. so they started just doing kind of very grassroots organic work to help um, this population in Florida. And and through that, just really grew into programming and grew into counseling. And Rachel White is a, tr- a licensed counselor by trade. And so just really grew into a lot of opportunities to just like to just help people. And so her song was really ultimately just like created to help women who are survivors of trafficking with residential support programming programs, support growth um, through spiritual growth opportunities. And really our, our program overall employs an evidence-based theory of change to help women move from really a survival-based existence to purposeful, self-sufficient living. So really taking someone from that kind of bottom to the top, from, mm-hmm. from rest to healing to freedom. Mm-hmm. And that's really like kind of just like the heart of who we are. So, and when you kind of look at the overall care of survivors in of trafficking, one of the largest gaps is on that residential side. Yes. I think it's something like it's estimated there's like four hundred and three hundred thousand survivors of trafficking, but only around eighteen hundred beds dedicated wow. to the care of those survivors. And so that's really our heart at Her Song is to just really meet that gap. Um, so our program is anywhere from a year to two years um, to just really meet the needs of that person. So what do you do specifically with her song? So my role is more on the community engagement side. So we'll have an entire team direct, um, dedicated to the direct care. Like a supportive services team. Yeah, absolutely. So the day-to-day um, care of those people from the programming side. Um, from on the residential, um, in the residential housing to our programming and to really make sure that there's all the women that we serve are getting the services and the care they need, all the wraparound services that they need for mind, body, spirit. But my side is like really on the, the outside. So fundraising, donor support, volunteers, um, bringing just the right resources that they need to really function from mm-hmm. the outside in. So kind of just like development on yeah. the outside. So my my official title is community engagement coordinator okay. on the outside. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So um, with all that being said, and you and I, and we live in Columbus or yeah. Ohio. Yeah. Um, when did her song come to Columbus? Yeah. So it's a really good question. So, 
Like I said, so her song started 10 years ago. And really what happened is in 2020, her song became a ministry of the Tim Tebow Foundation. And so that really allowed for this national expansion and launch Mm -hmm. into other cities. Um, And so we launched from, we left, like we were in Jacksonville Mm -hmm. and now we're in Chattanooga, Tennessee and um, Columbus due to like when we became a ministry of the Tim Tebow Foundation. Um, With Ohio being in the top five, I think think we're still five, Mm -hmm. right? States for human trafficking um, that really allowed for us to like want to make an impact here to Mm -hmm. really to serve this population that's so, so needed to bring the trauma-informed care to to really come alongside survivors. And so obviously with the needs being so great, that's where we came. We knew we had a partnership through some previous relationships with Rock City Church and some just other partnerships here. We What we didn't know, what, there was such an amazing already existing human community? trafficking yeah. community yeah. here. It's insane. Yeah. Like, absolutely well, good, insane. insane. Yes. yes. It's been absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. And so to walk into that has just been like the most beautiful thing. So I don't know if that answers the question, but basically, you know, it's, we've been here only a year, really. Mm-hmm. It, it, like conversations started in 2020, and we've yeah. been here about a year now officially. Can you talk a little bit about the potential future relationship between her song and Freedom Oligarch? Yeah, absolutely. So I feel like, first of all, everyone just talks about freedom and how amazing freedom is, right? Like you just talk about like the conception or inception of freedom and how it actually started and what it's done in the community. And I think we just in general admire the work that you're doing and just coming along survivors how trauma-informed it is and everything. And so I think in general, just like being collaborative and coming alongside together. So um, I think just wanting to be an active part. Um, I think a lot of what we do at Her Song and what a, a lot of what Freedom does is similar. Like we want um, our women to be self-sufficient mm-hmm. and to have employment and transferable skills. And so I think a lot of what we do like aligns. And so I think any way we can collaborate together mm-hmm. um, will be amazing. You know, I think, I think there's just... I, a lot of potential there and yeah. what that looks like. So since you've been in the anti-human trafficking um, movement and world and yeah. community, whatever we want to call it, do you have a favorite mem- memory you want to share with us? Yeah, I would say um, if specific, if I can, to her song, mm-hmm. something yeah. I would love to share. Um, so obviously I haven't been with her song that long and I haven't like truly been in this specific world that long i've just had like i said touch points Mm -hmm. along the way and kind of just little winks along the way that have like where my heart has just been so engulfed for um for these women for these people um i guess it's not just women but for all people that have been trafficked my experiences specific have just been towards women yeah um but Specific to her song, in about a couple of months ago, I got to go down to Jacksonville to and see and work alongside some of the women we served down there. And um, there was one woman in particular who she just had um, a pretty, pretty extreme, horrific background of trauma. And and one thing that she had always wanted was a prom, and she had never been able to go to prom. And so our staff decided we're going to put on a full-fledged prom Aww. for her. And so what I remember seeing the videos. Yeah, I know. 
we didn't post them because it's like proprietary or like we just wanted to keep her private but i did share with mandy (laughs) yeah it was really really cool and so we like got her like everything to the nines like we went over and like did hair and makeup and and then we got her a limo and we ended up like all the ladies in the house like did the same thing so it was like a problem for everybody And then we got them a limo, and then we um, a local church down there, like, let us host at their site. And so we even pulled out, like, a red carpet. Oh, wow. And then we had in, like, the room that we were in, we had, like, food and drinks and just, like, fun music. And mm-hmm. it was just, like, really a night to be celebrated and just a new memory, mm-hmm. like, in her, in her memory bank and all of ours, too, you mm-hmm. know. And I think, like, to me, like, I think that's just an idea of, like— like what I love about her song is while we have many women, we serve like meeting each woman right where they're at and like where they're maybe they're each of their needs are. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's just like a core memory that's never going to flee just because like the joy that just like came from her, her yeah. face. And like, you know, she just has so much hurt and pain in her past. But this is one that will always be joyful positive optimistic and something that will stay with her and like in the grand scheme of things like it's such a small thing but it probably meant like the world to her yes so being able to just do a small act of kindness yes that will last them a lifetime yes yeah yeah Yeah, absolutely so it was just it was super special super special one i'll never forget and i don't think she will either you know ultimately yeah um, our last question that we have for you yeah. is, in your opinion, what can community members do to help support the anti-human trafficking mission? Well, I would say specific to Columbus, kind of like we were saying, like, I mean, I have just been blown away, blown away since day one, like coming into this community. There is just an abundance of opportunities, ways to jump in, an abundance of organizations that have been around for a long time and organizations like us who have been around for a shorter time Mm -hmm. locally. Um, I think it's kind of like figure out what – you don't have to have a special skill. I mean, if you teach yoga, use your skill of yoga and figure out an organization that you can jump in and use that skill for anyone. So it's like figure out the skill you already have. If you're the yoga teacher, use the yoga skill with the job or the job you already have and jump in right where you are and use that. If you have financial skills, Mm -hmm. use those financial skills and jump in right where you are in the community you're at. So I don't think it matters. You don't have to be any sort of special anything. Just use what you have right where you are it's just having a willing heart and it's just saying yes. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have to have a ton of money. It's just being willing and a heart to say yes to do it, I think. Yeah. So I think it's just that. And I think also the biggest thing is the education, like educating yourself to really know what's happening around you. Mm-hmm. It's real. It's not overseas. It's yes. here. It's <laughs> yeah. in our backyard. It's in your neighborhood. It's in the suburbs. It's not just downtown. It's not on Sullivan Avenue. Mm-hmm. It's it's everywhere. Yeah. Yep. So it's literally ever, it is on Sullivan. I didn't say I said it's not just on Sullivan Avenue. That's what I meant to <laughs> it say. It is on Sullivan. It, it is on Sullivan <laughs> Avenue. Not just on Sullivan Avenue. So I yeah. think that's the biggest thing. And so I think it's just saying yes and not just shying away from it, not keeping yourself in a box. Mm-hmm. And being open to it. Yeah. 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 So thank you for joining us today, Kelly. Yes. Thank you for having me. It's good to hear a little bit more about her song. Although I've like t- had many conversations with you just to hear like an overall uh, view of what that looks like. Um, 
We appreciate you spending time with us today, and we want to remind you to share your voice because your voice matters.